All right, you ready? Yes. Let's rock and roll. Today, I would like you to count down from five in Solarian. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> count down for me. That's then a I'll wish. What? <laughs> the Solarian speak English. <laughs> what the fuck's a Solarian? <laughs> it's an alien from Mass Effect. Oh. I'm out of the box, so I'm gonna go ahead and count down from five, cause fuck Mikey. Five, four, three, two, one. What is up, Gamer Nation? I am McBeezy. I'm here with my co-host, Mad Mikey. What's up, Mikey? Not much, mate. We're gonna cut up and have a lot of fun, cause McBeezy got a new microphone. Yes, finally, I can understand you as clear as day. From the land down under. And I'm not, I don't sound like I'm in a tin can. It's great. So we got some good stuff coming up for you guys. Um, we're going to be touching up on our last episode a little bit with Outlast 2. We're going to talk about Cyberpunk and The Witcher 4, um, Call of Duty, and the one everybody's talking about, Destiny 2. So let's go ahead, guys. Let's get into this episode. Let's rock and roll. Booyakasha. Ladies and gentlemen, Yes, 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 it is time. It is the time for the games, the video games, and the nerddom, and it shall commence, along with our bromance. Mikey, Yo, how Mike are you, my friend? I'm great, dude, and yourself? I am ecstatic to have a new microphone, Yeah, really and truly. I've, and I've really been looking forward to this week's edition as well. Like, two weeks isn't enough, man. That, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. We soon, my friend, soon, soon. So, soon. Uh, Mikey, what have you uh what have you been playing? Well, I've been living in a little cave at the moment, which is called the Mass Effect Cave. Um I took the last week off uh so that I could sort of put in some quality time. And out of that first week, I've managed close to 30 hours now. Oh shit. And I'm only really two planets in out of i think there'd be about four potentially more i don't know uh, just at the moment like it actually tells you like what your your percentage of sort of exploration on those planets are and i'm just finalizing the first planet because you can sort of go in between each and every one of them um but yeah i'm I've taken a bit of a break from it over the last couple of days just because you play the same thing for so long. <laughs> you just need a bit of a break. And uh, I've been putting hmm. in a bit of time with Near Automata on the PlayStation Ooh, 4. How is it? It's actually really good. Like, uh, if if you guys have ever listened to any of the beta episodes, I know you have, McBeezy. Uh, mm-hmm. It's actually made by Platinum Games that make... Uh, your Bayonetta games and I was talking mm-hmm. previously about Bayonetta 2 and I thought it was the perfect action game. And lies! It's not lies if it's the truth. But um, yeah, like I've just started. I've, it gets a bit annoying because like the first mission that you do do. Um, he said do do. 
you if you die with the first area boss, uh, you have to go right back to the start, and it's like it's a half an hour bloody first mission. And it's happened to me twice so far. Like the first time I started playing, it happened. I was just like, are you bloody kidding me? And no, it wasn't. You had to go right back to the start. And then I thought, okay, well, there's been a few patches here and there now. I think I'll get back into it. Uh, so I started from the beginning again and it did it to me again. I died in the exact same spot because you have to manually save in that game. Oh, that's a uh, blast from the past, isn't it? Yeah, no auto-saving, and you've got to be like right near a particular area. But um, great action game, lots of different ways that you can play through it. Apparently, there's like 30 endings I was reading the other day. 30? Uh, funnily enough, when I died, <laughs> uh, that's one of the endings. <laughs> it's like, uh, you have failed mankind, the machines have taken over the world. Oh, wow. Well, you suck, Mikey. <laughs> Thank you. Skynet. Skynet took over. <laughs> what have you been playing, mate? Overwatch. Overwatch too, yeah? I, I've been on Overwatch. And I, I took a break recently from it. Um, but yeah, I've been playing Overwatch. I, I had a little group of mine, some friends, and we did comp. Happy birthday, Sinesha. Uh, that's one of my teammates. Uh, his birthday is today on April 1st, April Fool's. Mm. Um, yeah, no. No April Fool's jokes today, guys. Um, so I played that. We did a bunch of comp. I'm finally out of, uh, silver. I'm finally to gold. Thank God. I played some spreadsheets in space, Eve Online. I love Eve. It's, it's fantastic. I, uh, I also played a little bit of H1Z1 before we got on to do this podcast, Mikey. Ooh. And I also, um, started watching Assassin's Creed movie and it didn't have the subtitles, so I'm going to have to restart it. Really? Yeah. How did you, uh, how did you like the movie? I actually quite enjoyed the movie, um, mm-hmm. like without wanting to spoil it for you because you obviously haven't watched it. Don't spoil uh, it. But yeah, look, the action is fantastic in it. Uh, it's very Assassin's Creedy. Uh, I'd be interested to know what your fe- th- feelings are on it after next week, after you've watched it. I'd love to sort of chat to you about it because uh, how are you sort of in the Assassin's Creed games, like in terms of the lore and everything? Um, I played all the way up until the second Ezio game. Okay. So I'm behind. <laughs> like, uh, that, that, that's a conversation that we can probably get into a very, very long Ooh, way down the track. Because yes. I could talk for hours about Assassin's Creed. Um, well, I'll be honest. They're all in my wish list on Steam. So I'm going to go ahead and beat them. I think I'm... Soon. The, like, uh, true story. Like, I had all of the Assassin's Creed games on Xbox 360. I believe And... You. I, they had like a, a Steam winter sale or the Christmas sale or whatever you want to call it. It's mm-hmm. summer, obviously, over here. And they had a, like, I think it was all of them for about $110. And I was just like, oh. you know what? Let's just get rid of all the other ones, all my physical <laughs> ones. That's very digital. That was when I was in my digital mode and I sold them all and I regretted it. And now I've got them all back again. Good God. So you bought Assassin's Creed, all of them, three times? Three and a half. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Mikey, let's uh let's go ahead and let's start getting into things. I'm gonna go ahead and go over some of the uh the releases coming up here. So uh on April 4th you've got Drawn to Death coming to PS4. Also on April 4th for the PS4 you have Parappa the Rapper remastered. Persona 5 also comes on PS4 on April 4th. April 7th we have Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. April 11th ukulele for PC. PS4, Finally. Xbox One. I don't even know what it is. We'll get into it in a second. 
Um, Voodoo Vince Remastered PC and Xbox One comes April 18th, along with Full Throttle Remastered coming to PC, PS4, and the Vita on 18th as well. Mikey, tell them what they're getting free this month, because who doesn't like free shit? But you forgot a game coming out. What did I forget? Uh, I didn't exactly put a date on the notes there for you, so that's probably my fault, McBeezy. That's your fault. Uh, Lego City Undercover is coming to the (gasps) PC, PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. Apparently, it's coming to uh, all other titles except for the Switch. I think it's on the 7th. Uh, But then it's actually coming out a week after on the Switch. Why would you hide that from me? It, it's there, plain as day, dude. It just doesn't have a date. I don't even have it in my notes. Don't blame the Skippy. That's probably me. So now, Mikey, what are they getting free this month on PlayStation and Xbox? Yeah, so uh, it's only just been announced over the couple, last couple of days uh, what you're actually getting for free over with your subscription to either Xbox and PlayStation. Uh, so with the PlayStation, we're going to be getting uh, Rise... No, sorry, not Rise to Death. Drawn to Death. Uh, on PS4, which I'm, I might be presuming a bit, but I actually think that that's going to be, that's a free to play title, uh, which is really weird that they're saying that it's coming for free. They might sort of charge $10, $15 and then have all the, the extra things cosmetically. Uh, Lovers in a Dangerous, ta- Dangerous Space Time, uh, that's on the PlayStation 4. Uh, that's a bit of a, uh, sort of indie, uh, title uh, it's been out for a while now so it, it does actually look pretty interesting so I might sort of grab that for free and play a bit with you McBeezy if you're up for it as always uh, on PlayStation 3 we're getting and I'm probably going to stuck stuff this up but Invis- Invisibles uh, The Lost Kingdom don't know that much about it and Alien Range Alien Rage the extended edition on PlayStation 3 and on the Vita, which is going to be crossed by with the PlayStation 4, you've got the 10 Second Ninja, that's what she said, and Curses and Chaos. <laughs> I am. I am the 10 Second Ninja. <laughs> and I'm the 9 Second Ninja. <laughs> the so what are they, what are they, uh, what are they getting the sequel? What are they getting on Xbox? Oh, on Xbox, it's looking like a really good month. Uh, so for the, I'd, I'd say it's the first fortnight of the month. You're going to get Rise Son of Rome, which is a really excellent title. If you, didn't, yeah, if you didn't get the Xbox at launch, uh, where it was one of the few good games that sort of came out at launch, uh, I'd highly recommend that one. Uh, the Walking Dead season two, which you're going to get for the second half of the month. Uh, very good season. I quite enjoyed it. Have you played that one? I haven't played season two yet. I played oh. season one, and I love season one. And season two looks great, and season three looks even better. Yeah, I played um, season two on the Vita, and just oh, they just need to get it right before they bloody put it on those things. <laughs> uh, and for the first fortnight of the month, uh, you're going to get Darksiders uh, on the Xbox 360, which is both all Xbox 360 games that are on Games for Gold are backwards compatible. Uh, so Darksiders, the first one, which is a really excellent game. Uh, I've never mm-hmm. f- sort of sort of like an adult uh, Zelda game uh, yes. from what people have compared it to. And for the second part, uh, you get Assassin's Creed Revelations, which is the third and final part of the Ezio Auditore trilogy. Let me just say this. For my American friends, can you tell us what Fortnite means? And by when I say American friends, I mean me. 
You don't know what Fortnite means? No. Okay, that might be a English Aussie thing. Uh, basically, that's just the two weeks. That's the what? It's two weeks. Oh. It's, it's what we call two weeks. So if you're saying, oh, I'm going somewhere in two weeks, you say, I'm going somewhere in a fortnight. Huh, that's cool. It's a long night. <laughs> Anyways. Word, so you guys don't use that word? No, no, no. never, never. We say two weeks, you know, because yeah. that's when it is. Well, none of the fucking four score and seven years ago. That was Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> and he's dead. Great president. Rest in peace. All right, so Mikey, um, I want all of our listeners to, I don't care if you're driving, I don't care if you're piloting an airplane or controlling a nuclear missile, who listened to last episode and heard us talk about Outlast 2 and how Mikey was mad? Raise I your did. hand. I heard it. Raise your my hand. Hands up. My hands up. Put both of your hands up. We're going to cause somebody to crash. Anyways, um, there's an update on that. Mikey, do you care to share the fantastic, swell, amazing news? Oh, yeah. Uh, so... Long story short, there was a bit of confusion about it. Uh, like after they announced it had actually been, they weren't going to classify it and that it was going to be banned in Australia. Uh, some politician came out and said that it was a bit stupid. I don't know if he's a gamer or not. They sort of didn't go on that too far. And I sort of reported over on it uh, on my Mad Mikey Gaming channel over on YouTube. Shameless uh, YouTube blog. Two E's. And I sort of said that I didn't think that anything was going to come of it, but fuck me, right? Uh, we're getting the game, and it's going to be uncensored. So I won't have to send it to you. No, uh, but the, but then the the confusing part was the the fact that uh, the guys that actually make uh, Outlast Two, uh, that name is escaping me right now, but they uh-huh. came out and said that. Uh, it, it, it's going to be released in Australia and there's going to be one version going across the world, which, yay, huh. it was like the end scene of um, uh, Return of the Jedi with all the Ewoks <laughs> and all the all the other places. Was it uh, before George Lucas got a hold to it and put Naboo <laughs> in there in Coruscant? Or was it after? <laughs> and uh, But then sort of they came out and said that it was going to be a edited version. So on one hand, we were having the developers saying that you're going to get one version across the world. Uh, but you had the Australian dickheads saying, no, it's going to be an edited one. Uh, but then came a bit more light to, to the day uh, later on in the week where they came out and they said that they'd actually submitted the video in question actually wasn't part of the final game. It was just more of a, a sort of theme and tone piece. Hmm. So they submitted the gameplay and then they submit the video. But they actually said that they resubmitted the actual video that would be in the game. So we don't actually know what it is now. Uh, so it was more of a tone piece, uh, that it, the reason that it didn't get sort of classified here. Uh, so I don't know what to believe because, you know, why would you send something in that isn't going to be the final product, which is basically going to make or break your country, a, a, a potential country from being able to buy your game or not very well knowing what australia is that is weird to me i think that they did it for the publicity oh that might not be that it's not a bad strategy no but it's a bad strategy at the same time because they got everybody scared then well, again it it's a scary game on. yeah it really could have backfired and said fuck yeah. we're not buying it um we got a little bit more news coming out of um you know uh, camp and apparently 
there's going to be another Witcher. But Thumbling. what happened to Cyberpunk? Oh. Cyberpunk, like, don't get me wrong, CD Projekt Red, I absolutely love what they do. Uh, they're perfect. They're, they're of the mentality of when it's done, it's done, uh, which I wish that a lot of places could sort of adopt, like, obviously, uh, without sort of going into detail about some other things. Uh, you wish that those big companies could just say that, but they obviously have investors to worry about. Uh, they have um, sort of budgets for their advertising to worry about. So they, You're not talking of, about EA, are you? Why would I be talking about EA? You're not. No, you're not talking about them. No. But, um, yeah, I'm really... He's like, talking about EA. I'm, I'm half expecting there to be a something about Cyberpunk, hopefully, at uh, E3. If not... E3! Yeah, if not... I. Th- uh, CD Projekt Red do actually do their own little sort of press conferences. Like they just did do like a, an investor call uh, where they sort of discuss their sales and everything. And like Witcher Three is coming out, and it, it's possibly Four. it's no, no, no. Uh, the the sales on it. I think they've sold like thirty five oh. million copies of The oh, Witcher geez. Three, Jeez. which is really good for such a small company. So let me ask you this. I I'm not I'm, I don't remember. Wasn't it Gerald's last game was Witcher 3? Yes, it was. And I'd probably say that they're going to be sort of switching it to Siri. Um yeah, if you yeah, haven't played so. it, you don't know who Siri is or anything like that, but uh, That's what's I'm, on my phone. Yeah, I'm pumped for it. Like it's probably going to be about 5 to 6 years away, I'd probably Hold say. On. Hold on, I, 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 know, I know how I can find all this. Hey, Siri. Oh, you're a smartass. <laughs> hey, shit, it's not working. Hey, Siri. Hey there. Are you in The Witcher 4? No comment. Oh! Hold on one minute here. We've just had... Breaking, hold on, hold on. Breaking news. Apple is working with CD Projekt. Hold on, hold on. Breaking news. We come here today interrupting your broadcast to bring you this breaking news. Apple is in works with CD Projekt Red on the new Witcher 4. And they are bringing Siri, the Apple smartphone assistant, over to the Witcher 4 to fight. This is breaking news, and you heard it here first at... The Gamer Nation Podcast. We <laughs> return you to your regularly scheduled content. Hopefully she does a better job than Peter Dinklage in Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine <laughs> Siri talking to someone no, I love and someone Siri. tries to respond to you? I don't know. I can Google search that for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we just we just got some really big news. So knowing the Witcher Four is coming out is great and all, but let's 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 go into Cyberpunk here because I don't know much about Cyberpunk, Mikey. No one does because the only thing they've brought out is really just a sort of proof of concept trailer for it. What's it supposed to be? Well, it's it's supposed to be The Witcher, but obviously in Cyberpunk sort of thing where there's like androids. Uh, I think that's actually the character that you're going to play. Uh, as I said, there hasn't been that much out there, but I'm assuming there's going to be a Android revolution or something. I'm thinking that it's probably going to be along the lines of sort of what 
maybe Deus Ex is on. Okay. Uh, but in a okay. cyber, well, yeah, Deus Ex is in a cyberpunk sort of so world. So it's going to be CD Projekt Red's version of Fallout, whereas The Witcher is Elder Scrolls. Yeah, I'd probably say that. Yes, absolutely. Oh. And it's a brand new IP, correct? Yes, uh, they don't okay. have. They don't have to pay any royalties. Not that they had to pay much for The Witcher, apparently, right. uh, when I was reading. Because I actually just uh, read the, read a report, because obviously, the, as I was talking about, the sales figures for The Witcher 3 came out. And they sort of spoke to the guy who originally wrote The Witcher books. Uh, I actually went out and bought one of the books the other day, too. Uh, really? But because it was, a, it was a, based on a Polish book, and it was all in Polish, so it didn't sort of make it across uh, to America, to any English or any other sort of yeah uh, other place uh he just asked for he said i just asked for a big bag of money <laughs> he didn't ask for any royalties or anything like that he just wanted an upfront payment so they could have the oh. rights to his books not knowing what it would obviously become today um i'm sure he's getting his due with the books that he's selling now uh but probably so yeah but he's 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 not making any money off of the games whatsoever that's funny they might cut him off a little piece piece on the side uh, look, it wouldn't surprise me if they do because they're, they're a company that does things right. But at the same time, um, it's free advertising, really, isn't it? Right. It really is if you think about it, his books and stuff. And the, I mean, I, like I said, they could they could probably send him a check. Hey, here's some money so you don't sue us. Hmm. But at True, the same but- time, like um, they're now translated in English as I was able to go out and buy one on the weekend. Uh, well, I'm, good. Not, I'm not sure if they're on... Uh, like audiobooks or anything like that in English. Uh, I did sort of have a look a while ago when I was sort of looking at it, and they only really had the actual sort of books on the sort of on the iTunes store and and the on, books good? Uh, Google. Yeah, uh, I I I've been playing Mass Effect all week. Uh, <laughs> I haven't had a so chance to read it. <laughs> uh, it's uh, like the book that I bought. Like the first two books are just sort of short stories, apparently. So yeah. I'm mm-hmm. I'm pretty keen to sort of get into it to, to sort of know a lot more about the lore of um, The Witcher because that's I like that was when I started really started getting into gaming. Uh, mm-hmm. The Longest Journey, which is the Dreamfall original game, and The Witcher when they when I was sort of started going onto your websites and reading up about gaming and everything. Um, I love lore. So much. That was. Yeah, that was one of the first things that I really sort of came across. It was like, oh, this is a adult RPG. Um, that's <laughs> something that interests me because I'm an adult now. <laughs> I love lore so much. I really do. I can I can delve into it all day. Um, like Overwatch, for example, does really good on lore, but we're not going to get into Overwatch today. But we are going to get into another shooter, Mikey. Do you know what that shooter is? It's your favorite of all time. Would you call it a shooter? Call of Duty? Or is it a pooter? Oh. Do we have to? We have to. Call of Duty ah. is copy. There's been so many good memes out. And I'm going to talk about the memes I've seen because I love <laughs> memes. But we've got confirmation. I had a leak this week from my friend Taylor over at Frag Hero. And then the leak dropped. Um, Call of Duty is returning to uh, World War Two. Boots on the ground. We're going back in time. Mikey, give me your thoughts. Yeah, that's you pretty much summed it up right there. <laughs> um, man, just they, 
they were doing their own thing. Like they were evolving the the first person shooter genre by sort of lifting it up and sort of making a story where you grow with the characters. Like it, it it moved forward, and now they're just going back. I don't get it. I mean, I understand that the sales on their last game were not that good, but Battlefield beat them to it. I mean, I understand there's there's a train that sort of leaves. Like if they actually did sort of start off doing this maybe two, three years ago, yes, you can't stop stop that train, but I just... Oh, I don't get it. I don't. like. Uh, it's tough. Call of Duty is a conflicted franchise right now. Hmm. Um, they, they want it to be revolutionary. They really did. And when they came out with... Uh, advanced warfare and infinite warfare and all these they didn't they weren't revolutionary to be quite honest with you what they did was they ripped off destiny ripped off titanfall and they ripped off halo and it's like you're not being innovative anymore and they're suffering from that now so now they got to go back to what people think they want i'll be honest with you i think the space is the future of call of duty but at the same time going back to this is just because what everybody wants they don't know yeah. what they want until you show them what they want. Steve Jobs said that, and I, I firmly believe that. Yeah. I just... Uh, look, Call of Duty just needs to take a page out of what Ubisoft's done with Assassin's Creed and give people a friggin' break. I was actually thinking the exact same thing, Mikey. They should take a year off of Call of Duty, which would probably hurt them, um, but it would help them in the long run. They're thinking too short-term, I think, right now. Like, sales are down. Okay, so you're not doing the right thing. Okay, so let's just copy another successful franchise out there that's gone back and sort of done it. And I I believe that Battlefield was fairly successful. Mm-hmm. Very but, successful. Oh, it was, was it? Battlefield 1? Yes, indeed. Did, Very did it actually outsell, like, COD and everyone? I don't that? think the opening week it did. Um, yeah. But I don't think overall it outsold COD. Uh, Call of Duty is just a hard franchise outsell. It's a juggernaut, to be honest with you. Because mm. that was a terrible week for shooters. That that well, sorry, that three weeks because you had Battlefield One come out, then you had Titanfall, then you had um, Call of Duty. So that two weeks of Call of Duty and Titanfall, yes, that's good for EA, but it's not good for those individual companies. Like poor yeah. Battlefield got stuck in the middle there. What perplexed me was they released Titanfall and Battlefield at the same time. Well, Battlefield's EA, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, so Battlefield and Titanfall... Sorry, I had it the other way around. I'm really... I apologize about that. But, um, yeah, that that perplexed me. It's it's almost like they sent Titanfall out to die. But it did really well, surprisingly. Like, it's been doing quite well for what they expected from it, which... Titanfall's Titanfall, you know? Yeah, but like Titanfall, when it first came out, that was like, wow, like amazing. Imagine if it came out on all consoles, it would be doing really well. So then when they do that, they chuck it in in the middle of a bloody war that's been taking part for the better part of 10 years. (laughs) And just get in the crossfire, really. And Titanfall, whilst it did sort of appeal to a different sort of genre of gamers because it did have a really good story mode in there uh, yeah it's longevity longevity is that the word yes uh was never going to have a chance being in the middle of battlefield and um call of duty because you've got your season passes like 
don't get me wrong, like I, we've, we've spoken about it and I just really think that uh, these Battlefield and Call of Duty games, they really just need to bring out an online service very much like your um, Counter-Strike and just yeah. let people pay to play. Uh, if there's new, if you want to release new maps, just have it online. And if you guys really give two shits about story, bring out a a, a single story game every year. Then I like that idea so much. Actually, I really do. Yeah. And uh, EA has. I look. We we're talking about Call of Duty, but we're gonna get into EA for a second here. Hmm. They've got way too many shooters. Yeah. All right. So we got Battlefield, right? We've got Titanfall, but they also got Battlefront. Yeah, which, which comes out this year. They, they announced it's coming out this year with a story mode. Uh, sounds like they're copying from Titanfall, but <clears throat> when when you get all these franchises, um, what what did you do with them? Yeah, like they're doing the right thing by offshoring them to different sort of companies and letting mm-hmm. them take it in turn, uh, so that they can obviously give give the best possible sort of difference that they can out there, but. It would make sense for them to go Call of Duty Battlefront, Call of Duty Battlefront sort of thing, or even um, Call of Duty Battlefront Titanfall and sort of do that. That would make more sense to me. Uh, But we all know that there are quite a lot of Call of Duty fans who are very passionate. Uh, They're probably one of the most passionate sort of gamers out in the world because they keep buying the game, they keep buying the season passes, and it's it's always up there, still always in the top top ten games being sold for the month. You have that, you have Madden, and you have two K that are always at yeah, the top. Exactly, and they they'd never really go anywhere. I mean, far out. I mean, I know GTA Five is an amazing game. Don't get me wrong, but it's still in the top ten, right? But and that's a credit about- to their online. I'm about to say, here's the thing about GTA. GTA takes a different approach. Uh, we haven't had GTA since when 2013 when it came out. Mm. Um, but they keep adding online to it, and it's just, you know, they keep making the game better and better. And you got more stuff to do. Now you got more stuff. Now you can run drugs. Now you can steal vehicles and stuff. You know, it's like, oh, hey, I got this to do for another three months till they release the next thing. You know, they do a yeah. good job of it personally, if you ask me. At least we're not getting a new Grand Theft Auto every year. That'd be terrible. Oh, yeah. And, like, I mean, we're getting Red Dead this year, and that's going to be a huge, oh huge God. event. Because, you know what? They don't bring it out every year. And no, this they're, is, this they're is doing a really a good special job. occasion. Rockstar's yeah. good about that, though. They, they don't, they don't over, overload you with, uh, with uh, video games every year. They're like, hey, they're kind of like, kind of like CD Projekt Red. They're kind of, hey, when yeah. it's done, it's done. But that's Take Two as well. And, like, obviously, Take Two understand where their cash cow is and they don't want to push anything like they're never afraid to sort of have grand theft auto pushed back uh mm-hmm. they've, they've they know that rockstar are going to deliver the goods yeah very much so um they're 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 good for it though you know they've they've delivered uh plenty of times already and they mm. continue to deliver with the dlc and stuff and and i mean that's even if we we talk about mass effect now through in the ea stable that game should have been put that should that should have been pushed back a month it should yeah. have been pushed back two months. I mean, again, Bioware are very passionate um, fans out there, and that's why they respond the way that they do. Uh, I don't agree with the way that people respond, uh, but like Mass Effect at the moment, like after sort of 25, 30 hours I've been playing, there's so many of these little side missions that just make no sense. 
Like, it just doesn't feel like it's contributing to the overall arc of the story. And I'm just like, why the hell am I doing this? Side missions for the sake of side missions. It's, it is. And it's it's really just wearing on me because I'm just like, why? Like, I go to one... <laughs> just why? Do this one planet and then I'm just like bored of it because I'm just doing these little catch and catch and fetch match um, missions. Fetch missions are the worst. Yeah, and it's just like this person, like... Maybe it might all come together at the end. I don't know. Like, if you do all those missions for all these little people who have no consequence on the world or the story whatsoever, if if you sort of do a certain percentage of that, maybe it helps you get a different ending or something. But I don't know until I make that ending. But for me at the moment, it's just like, okay, I'm bored of this planet now. I'm just going to go back and I'm going to talk to people. It's just... It's not as sort of streamlined as all the other Mass Effects are. Like on the other Mass Effects, you go to a planet and you finish that planet before you leave. Yep, uh, I'm with you. There's all these little interesting little stories. Like, no, they probably didn't have any consequence in the thing, but uh, just things where there's like a reporter who's just busting your ass and you just punch her in the face. And like (laughs) Australia says no to violence on women, as I'm sure the rest of the world does. But it, it, that became a reoccurring thing throughout the whole trilogy. And I, I know it's the first one of the new Mass Effect, but it's not hitting all the all the buttons for me at the moment. So are you passionate about Mass Effect? Oh, you reckon? I can tell. Um, we got off topic a bit there. Whew. We did, but I, I, that, I it's a subject, it, No, it's a subject that needs to be talked about, though. You're right. Yeah. I mean, uh, but let's... Uh, I need to take a breather. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, did you see the uh, the new goodies that we're getting soon? The new video game? The new video game? Oh, is it another shooter that's going to be coming out at the same time as all the other shooters do? Yes, it is, but I love this shooter, so... Yeah, absolutely. They know what we're talking about. It is Destiny 2. Yes, it <gasps> is. And oh. I'm actually quite excited about it, like from the teasers that they've put out there. Like, mm-hmm. if you've got Nathan Fillion on your friggin' payroll, use him. And he was uh, so, un- I, I feel like he was so underused in the first one. Uh, I know there was a couple of missions where he sort of did get into a, a bit more, but the guy is funny as hell and it mm-hmm. came through on the trailer. And I really hope that they are setting the tone for the new game. I'm, I'm, I'm happy they realized that Kate was the, uh, the heart of the, the, the first game right here. Um, yeah. So here, I'm, I'm going to drop a little information, if you don't mind, Mikey, about Please Destiny do. 2. Um, it's coming out September 8th of this year, which is fantastic. Um, we're going to be getting it on all consoles, not just Xbox and PlayStation, but PC as well. So welcome, Master Race. Yeah. Um, they they posted a, um, a, 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 what you would call a, a I don't know, a description of the game, and I'm, I'm going to read it off to you real quick here. It says, uh, Humanity's Lapse City has fallen into an overwhelming invasion force led by Gaul, an imposing commander of the Brutal Red Legion. He, is, he has stripped the city's guardians of their power and forced the survivors to flee. You will venture into mysterious, unexplored worlds of our solar system to discover an arsenal of weapons and devastating new combat abilities. To defeat the Red Legion and confront Gaul, you must reunite humanity scattered here humanity scattered heroes stand together and fight back to reclaim your home um so mikey we're getting a clean break from guardians so yeah i like that yeah and it's going to be a good introduction for pc gamers as well 
Right, exactly. I, I didn't take that into account until just now. Um, PC gamers didn't play Destiny One, no. and they need to need to be able to catch up easy. So it's a good shoehorn to get it in. Um, we've talked about Destiny before, mm-hmm. and we, we've talked about I think in either one of the alpha or one of the beta episodes, um, and we talked about how it's supposed to do this, and they're actually getting it. Um, another bit of information here is PS4 is getting all the exclusive loot a month ahead of time, or a year ahead of time, actually. I'm sorry, which I think is awesome because PlayStation Master Race, even though I'm a PC Master Race too. Uh, Don't make me get on a go book a flight, go to America, slap you, and then come back. All for that one comment. I think that exclusive content is the bane of consoles at the moment. Yeah, I can understand. And if we didn't if we didn't miss Hard Yakka this week, you can put that on the list of shit that I'm going to talk about because I think it's disgusting. Yes, actually, let me go ahead and do that now because that is a great idea. Um, yeah, but let's talk about Destiny 2 for a little bit. Did you watch the trailer? I, I absolutely pissed myself watching those trailers. They were oh, so nasty. well done. Were you at work watching it? I didn't. I've, I've told you, man. I've had the week off. Oh, Come yeah, on. that's right. Professionalism. Didn't have, worry, didn't have to wear your diaper. Jesus, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, I like the fact that it's a story around the Cabal. Cabal's kind of just been a player in the back of the uh, game, you know, kind of a nuisance in the way. Um, I'm happy we're learning about the Cabal now, and we're going to have to fight the real Cabal forces instead of just, you know, oh, here's more Taken, because mm. Oryx really isn't dead again. Like, I think that they're just going to re... They're going to start again. They have to. And by the sounds of it, it sounds like they are, but Bungie need to be able to tell a story because that's what they're masters of. Shooting, yes, they are. Uh, from the Halo franchise, but also a great story as well is just that that and crisp shooting game mechanics is what Bungie is all about. Right. And uh, from the trailer, looking at it, this looks like it's going to be more cinematic. They've been trending more towards that um, since uh, the Taken King DLC. They started mm. getting more cinematic. And then you saw Rise of Iron. They got really cinematic with it compared to what they usually do. So I'm thinking we're going to get a more cinematic Destiny now that they're getting it on PC too. So it's an opportunity to um, reinvent the franchise, which I like. Um, yep. I just, I, I'm excited because I got Destiny on day one and they're releasing it in September again. So it's kind of like, hey, it's kind of a throwback to that. And I'll be honest. I'm 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 excited to see because it sounds like we're going to get a bunch of new um new subclasses and stuff. So yeah. that'll be nice. Well, it wouldn't be a sequel unless they added something to it. Uh, but I'm I'm like after the trailers, it's piqued my interest again uh, because after I finished the main quest line of Destiny uh, when it first came out, I was just like, you know what, I'm done with this shit. Yeah, I remember you weren't too uh you weren't too keen on it. Nah. So this was kind of your. This one's kind of got you, though? Yeah, I went back. As I said, look, you put Nathan Fillion in a friggin' Cornflakes commercial, and I'll watch it. (laughs) The guy is funny as hell. I've loved him since he started out in Buffy. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Which, happy birthday, 20 years old. Speaking of Buffy, did you hear? Mm. This is off topic. We're going to go off topic again. We like hitting tangents. Did you hear who who the DC Universe picked up to direct uh, a Batgirl yes. movie? Joss yes. Whedon? What the hell? Uh, the Avengers Mastermind? 
Yeah. They didn't Why want him for... You? They, yeah, right. Your movies are getting critically friggin' slammed at the moment. Which and, pisses me off. Yeah. Um, look, <laughs> they haven't been the best. They haven't been the worst. They've been all right. Uh, That's when my you're them against, Yeah. <laughs> when you're putting them up against, like, uh, what they've been able to do with the Avengers and, and that sort of whole world that they've created there, <laughs> mate, they've made, what, two or three movies, really, in the they've scheme got, of things? Yeah, they've got Man of Steel, they've got Batman, Superman, and they got Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's it. So fucking relax, guys. Oh, I'm I'm <laughs> fine with it. I'm excited, yeah. dude. I DC Universe is my preference over uh, the Marvel and Star Wars above all because I'm the dark side. But, but what Buffy did for like female lead character stories was ahead of its time. He he's exactly. always been ahead of his time. He's uh, real good with telling female stories. He did a great with Black Widow too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, like I think so he got good. he got sort of brought up a bit that he didn't do a good job with her in the Avengers Ultron, yeah. but I think that was more studio though. Yeah, for sure. They cut you a lot out of that movie, you can tell. Yeah. But yeah, Joss Whedon, anything that he does is mwah, just fantastic. Didn't was it him or was it his brother that did uh, Spartacus? Ooh, I don't know. I never watched Spartacus. It was one of them and Spartacus was phenomenal. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, Mikey, it's been real and it's been fun. What? It's over uh, already? I waited two over. weeks for that? You waited two weeks for that. Talk about a 10-second ninja. <laughs> I was just about to try and do that. Yeah, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this, guys. I appreciate everybody coming by. We also want to let everybody know we've got community platforms um, on PlayStation, Xbox, and uh, Steam, Mike, you want to tell them about that? Yeah, so uh, we've actually just started up a Gamer Nation PC, Gamer Nation PS, and Gamer Nation XB uh, on your platform of choice. Obviously, uh, we're just starting off. Uh, we've got a we've got a handful of people uh, that have already adopted on it, and uh, we're looking to actually bring in sort of community events and things like that. So we're really looking forward to it. Um, whether you play Destiny, whether you play Halo, whether you play the plethora Overwatch. of games. Overwatch. Okay, Overwatch, you little baby. Whether you play any game, uh, hit us up on there and start talking amongst yourselves because uh, that's what we really want to do. We want to build a community where we, we're able to talk to you guys as well as you guys are able to talk to us. We want uh, friendship. Yeah. We need friends. Give them to us. Yeah, All because, of them. And we don't care where you're from. No. Or what games you play. Mikey's from Australia and I'm still friends with him. Yeah. Lucky me. Yeah. We also got a Facebook community, guys. If you look up on Facebook and it's hashtag GamerNation, all one word, like a regular hashtag, you can join us in there and we'll, we'll talk. Um, I'm going to give out to uh, Satya Nahara. I'm going to give a shout out to Travis. I'm going to give a shout out to Adam, our, our new mods in the group. You guys are great. We appreciate you coming and helping us with the group. And uh, those guys are great, man. I, I don't know uh, what you think, but I think they're fantastic. And I don't care what you think, because they are. It's because they're American, that's why. No, I don't them. I told you I needed an Australian. Well, you got to find you an Australian. I don't know any Australians but you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, why don't, why don't you tell our, our friends here listening where they can find you at? Yeah. 
Uh, well, uh, firstly, you can find us uh, on the Gamer Nation on uh, Twitter. Gamer Nation Pod. Gamer Nation Pod, sorry. How you don't know our own Twitter? Jeez. Uh, because, <laughs> you know what? I don't tweet at us. Yeah, you're right, because you don't have to. <laughs> Never mind. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to agree um yeah and obviously we're over on facebook at the moment just where we're starting to build a little community uh but you can find me on mad at mad mikey gaming with one e unfortunately on twitter but everywhere else you can find me on mad mikey gaming with two e's uh that's over on instagram on facebook and on youtube mcbeasy where can they find you my friend um, I will be down the road at the brothel, um, spending my money on chips and dip, specifically queso dip. Dude, you can call it whatever you want, but we know what you do there. Oh, you talk about social media. I'm sorry. No, you can find me. <laughs> you can find me um on Twitter. You can find me on MySpace. You can find me on Bebo on Zanga. Um, all you got to do is search MechBeasy Gaming, all one word with an underscore, and I'll be there. Except for Twitch, because I'm stupid. You just got to search MechBeasy on Twitch and on Beam. Um, other than that, though, you just search me up, and I'm I'm happy to uh, connect with you guys. And uh, I appreciate everybody listening, Mikey. I appreciate you, man. I like talking to you. It's I like listening to your accent. Do I have much of an accent, though? Honestly, yeah, you do. Like, do you find it different? Yeah, you do. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. We it don't sound as bad as we do on the movies. I'm just saying that. Yeah, no, um, you don't. But that disappoints <laughs> me sometimes. Anyways, guys, this is the Gamer Nation podcast. We appreciate y'all for listening, and um, y'all take it easy. We'll catch y'all next time. Boom. Bye. So long, farewell to you, my friends. Goodbye for now. Until we meet.